think you're you're like sending me off on the Moonlight Gambler to become some kind of prostitute now so I can get a second job and pay for cruises. I don't know what that is. So What, the Moonlight Gambler? Is that some sort of like nineteen um, seventies James Bond <laughs> era spaceship? Yes. Where he's no, like it's fighting the, okay. the grand villain over a game of like casino games that I don't gamble. No, it's, just... it's the boat on that Nevada. <laughs> oh my God, there it is. I <laughs> that one's for you, Kelsey. Oh my God. There you go. Okay. Uh, welcome to Romance Planning. Are we recording? I are we supposed to, am I supposed to know what any of that is? What are you talking about? Moonlight. Adam, Man. it's from Silken Bondage. That was the riverboat that she was on. That's the book we read, right? Yes. Well, I, I read it. that. And I romance explained yeah, well, it to you. Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, come on. You can't, you know. That. I know. I know the book. Okay. I was just. Moonlight Gambler? You told me that I, I threatened to book another cruise and you said, well, you'll have, you, I'm not going on that cruise. And I said, maybe Jules and I will go. And you yeah, said, have fun. yeah, have fun. You should get a second job. And have, I was just, have fun. oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening. My voice today. You don't know what's happening. Oh my oh. gosh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and then Is I, this my co-host? I threatened to get a job on the Moonlight Gambler and become a prostitute with, you know, I mean, you'd be like, I don't got th- <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't have many customers, probably. Gonna, you'd be over there, like, behind the potted palm. Right. I would. Oh, see, you remember the potted palm. You're full. You I do. are so full of BS. I don't remember the moonlight gam. That sounds like a man, like a person, not a boat. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, BJ Jones was not there, so. Anyway, he never back came to Twilight. Back, did he? No, I'm, we. I made him come back for you, though. I wrote an alternate ending for for that book for you. But now it's we're on Twilight. So in the last chapter, chapter one, it ended with Bella going into the office to turn her little slip in. Oh, we're talking about Twilight. Uh, yeah, and uh, she saw Edward in there, and he was I supposed to do any work for this? Not yet. Then. Well, we, we have to watch the movie after we do this chapter. I so, thought I was supposed to... I don't know how this works, honestly. Uh, I thought I was supposed to watch the movie and then like... No, that's a separate episode. We do one episode that's the book and the other episode is the movie, like really? comparing it to the book. Yeah. Hmm. It's okay. I'll tell when you... When was this decided? Listen, um, it's been like... That escalated in a hurry. <laughs> it sure did. I'll tell you what to do and where to sign like I do for everything else in this marriage. Okay. okay. All right. So love I love you too, baby. You're my precious angel sent from heaven above. <laughs> you really suck at saying like nice little nicety phrases. To what? Because I say that to Bun Bun. Yeah. And then you call me like your special little guy or some shit. You're my special guy. My special no. little guy. <laughs> no. You're my special man. Thank you. Okay. I just, I didn't, things offend you so easily in your old age. That's not true. This has been like a decade of like, there's the preferred nomenclature. It's not. The one is for the dog and the other one is for me. (laughs) And it's upsetting that you get them confused so easily. My love for both of you is so strong. You don't love Wilson. No, no, I'm talking about you and Bud Bud, not Wilson. He's fine. You don't confuse 
He's well, okay. I guess anyway, he just did one time, but that's so the first the time that's happened. So the next day was better and worse. Are we not talking about my little nicknames no, anymore? Nope, we're done. That conversation is over. I see Fight Club. So she feels like it's better because Bella feels like she's treading water instead of drowning in it. That's not very good, if you ask me. Like that's Say it again. So then she's like, the next day was better and worse. That's a direct quote from the book. And the reason it was better was because she feels like she's treading water instead of drowning in it. So that's pretty depressing that that's what's better about her day. What, that she's treading water? Instead of drowning in it. Yeah, but she just moved across the country. Yeah. She's got her little cactus. I mean... Um, it's like foggy and cloudy there's no sunshine oh it's she just, came from arizona it's, it's always sunny it's just an arizona. excuse for her to you know feel pretty sorry about herself like buck it up come on seriously hey how long into the movie are we um i don't know like 10 minutes seven, ten, seven to ten minutes yeah yeah we're developing her character okay she had this very fancy life with their house with lots of windmills and shit in the front yard. Well, that's not in the book. And now she's living in a one-bathroom farmhouse in, like, cloudy and rainy Washington state. Right. And she used to have to, like, keep all her mom's shit together, which, why wasn't Phil keeping her mom's shit together, or helping out? Phil is too busy Being hitting dude, the sports balls. I mean, he's just not very helpful as a stepdad, so it's like... Bella running both of their lives like she's the mom and he's just kinda... yeah but that's not him being an anti-helpful stepdad that's him being an anti-helpful husband true I don't know there are a lot of problems like with that. never mind the stepdad part of it like yeah you should do better but like first and foremost like love your woman yeah you know what I mean I mean I've had two stepdads and well yeah I was never in a position of power. Well, no, that's not true. My mom's third husband used to ask me for gas money. I've only had one stepdad, <laughs> I think, and he never asked me for gas money. No. He just took my car. He just away. took your car away. <laughs> Didn't need gas anymore. Right. But he bought oh, you his need own gas money. How about if you don't have a car? Right there, you go. But let me go and buy my own child molesting son a house, and then we don't know for sure if he was child molesting. Uh, for surezies, though. For surezies, but we don't know. Yeah, for he was. He was. Well, he was being nasty. Making a lot. He's definitely nasty. I would never let my kid be alone with that guy. Fuck no. I'm just saying. He told me, of... Adam, he was like, I really, I miss the children. And the way he said it, I was Maybe like. Maybe he just no. really loved children. Anyway, that's, that's a gross. I don't, really I don't want like this, this no, stepdad I don't want this. <laughs> what have we done? I don't know. This is not. You're laughing though. It's weird. Well, I'm laughing out of being uncomfortable. Can we move on yes. from like the child so molesting <laughs> portion of the podcast? Would know, that be okay? Do you know why Bella's day was worse? Because Edward uh, like stormed out of the count guidance counselor's office because he couldn't stand her smell. Well, close. It was that was actually a very good guess and I'm, you get a point. Give yourself a point. I'm giving it um, it was worse because because Edward wasn't in school at all. He just didn't show up. Because she is so disgusting. 
Yeah, but you know, I don't know about you, but if I know someone hates me, I don't really want them to be not really that coming into around. No. Well, yeah, I I would be happy they weren't in school. Thank fuck they're not in school. Right? Like, oh gosh. And like, I have to sit right next to them. When Jody and I was always trying to beat me up. Now wait. In eighth grade. You do it. Do it now. Stay away from me and stay away from my boyfriend. Because I gotta write that. Jody. NYE. Ugh. It's even a gross name. Uh, yeah, well. She was just out jealous because she had a hair lip and, you know, I was beautiful and shit. So, and I was best friends with the Pucciarellis and at their house all the time. But. Did. So wait, she wanted to be best friends with the Pucciarellis? No, she was dating Jerry Pucciarelli and... Oh, you were competition. I guess, because I was like always at their house. Mm, and then she got oh, all pissed that's, off. That's the boyfriend she's referring yeah. to. Stay away from me, stay away from my boyfriend. I'm Gerald. like, I'm not, I'm not going to stay away from my best friend. Gerald? Yes, Gerald. That's his full name, It right? really is his full name, yeah, Gerald. Yeah. Well, that's Jerry Jones full oh, first name I mean, that's so true. that's pretty cool he's italian i don't know that's what they like to do anyway i don't think jerry jones is italian uh, uh, maybe yeah jones is a pretty like you're like probably british davy jones you know what i'm saying yeah. i think jones yeah. is a brit name that sounds very britty anyway so i don't know about you but definitely i would not have been upset that he wasn't there if i thought he hated me Who? and then edward jerry oh no. edward because like any day now? jody and i was not in school i was like thank god uh, yeah. i don't have to now deal with her now i get to make the moves on her boyfriend no well i mean yes that did happen like later on was but, she wrong uh she was, was she yes, wrong she was wrong then she was yes she was totally wrong then she was not wrong. i dated mark before i dated jerry i dated both of the pucciarellis by yes, the end of high were school just using mark to no that wasn't true mark was they, they were both very different and special in their own ways anyway you know, um, saying everybody is special <laughs> is kind of another way to say nobody's special okay everybody gets a trophy in this relationship the incredible's called Oh, so solid gold quote time. Um, oh, is there supposed to be a sound effect? No, I just, it's that? the sound effect is me singing it. Uh, we're going to call Harold into there. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. Harold, right. uh, this is Harold Stroud. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, okay. that's not what I wanted. I made the cowardly lion look like the Terminator. I mean... That's an example of an old person writing a young person with references from their own teen years. From right there. The 30s. Right. What, what does that even mean? So Who's she, the cowardly lion in this situation? Well, she made the cowardly lion who's, you know, afraid of everything. She made him look like the Terminator. Is so, Edward the cowardly lion? No. Bella saying that she was even more cowardly I'm than so the cowardly lion. Oh, oh. She's reflect she's self-reflecting she's self-reflecting she's like i'm so you know terrified i make the cowardly lion look like the terminator neither one of those references are going to be like available to somebody her age when this well book was i don't written. know about that kind of but i mean the terminator 2 was uh, like what is that 92 94 okay might be 94 right so let's see, Terminator. Still, it's gonna be like two. a ten-year-old movie. That's fine. 
Okay. Nothing wrong. Oh, shit. 91. Yeah. 17 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be like when we were in high school. Well, when I was in high school, it was a lot later than when you were in high school. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, 95. So you were already like, you know, had a career and like had a divorce and like, (laughs) you know, had your third home. What are you talking? Are you? I was never having um so anyway that would be careers. like terminator 2 being oh from 1978 gosh. when i was in high school right i it's just it would only be like a couple years so earlier. what movie came out in 1978 i mean jaws came out in 75 let's say 75 star wars is 77 right jesus i can't think of a single movie that came out in 1970 what well, does it Alien matter is 79 let's just say the fuck okay maybe she would be quoting jaws but it, that seems like a pretty obscure quote not obscure know. just old halloween well, superman grease animal house midnight express oh grease that's, that's good one. that's enough i got you, you know i shouldn't have said that i know I'm, now i'm gonna sing all night oh boy so then we enter the domestic bella the deer time. hunter oh shit dawn of the dead Oh, it was a good year for movies. Now, Days of Heaven. Okay. Never uh, seen Domestic that. Bella Time, where she, she realized... Jaws it's not, 2. Like, Adam, can you shut the fuck up? Yeah, but Jaws 2 okay. is 78. She realized that, that her dad could only cook fried eggs and bacon. Mm, that sounds delicious. So, on a scale of one to bacon, I think. what do you bacon. think she's going to do? We're at bacon. We're at bacon. So it's such a divorced dad trope, though. Like, oh, Omen he can't. Two. He this guy has been single. So Bella's mom left when she was like a year old. She's seventeen now. So it's the he's second Omen movie in nineteen. He's been single for sixteen weird? years. Your dad was a single dad. Oh, he cooked all the fucking he time. Co- yeah, he didn't just cook he was eggs Mr. and bacon. Man, no, he well, made he all the shit. Did have two kids to take care of. So I guess you have to kind of step up your game. Well, not necessarily. Right. Yeah, you could just here's be like... Here's some lunch meat in there. Like, help yourself. Yeah, you know? or like when Jules was that's a kid, like, oh, here's some mac and cheese and some hot dogs. That's, Enjoy. That's still cooking. I'm yeah. sorry. That's still I mean, cooking. That counts. But, you know, you're just in survival mode at that time. Glad yeah, this is over. like teenage people, though. Yeah. I mean, my dad cooked, you know, we, we had a lot of spaghetti. He was, he was really good with the ragu. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. So Charlie said he was so bad at cooking that solid gold quota. Yeah, I'm into the weeds on these movies. He handed over, quote, the keys to the banquet hall. What? What does that mean? Like, that's a quote from the book. He handed, Charlie handed over the keys to the banquet hall. Like, that's how she's communicating that Bella's in charge of cooking now because her dad is so inept. How does this girl have these horrible parents? And then how did she, like, become competent without any kind of role models? That's what I want to know. It's, I think the desert life has a lot to do with it. You yeah, know, it's because it's harsh. There. They're survivors. Yeah, you gotta okay. fucking survive. Yeah, you don't like, know if you're gonna have water. Where's the water? Right in you, a cactus. I can tell you how to find water in the desert. Baby, I like. know you can. Why? Because Louis L'Amour. Tell us. 
You might save someone's life, so just tell us. I will tell you, but if you're going to, like, ridicule me... I'm not ridiculing you. Okay. If you're wandering around, like, don't go following the mirages, obviously. Okay, And, duh. like, that's... Yeah, you say duh. You say duh. But when, like, thirst starts overcoming you... Yeah. Is you it like a red shovel floating out to sea? It was blue, first of all. Oh. Was, but okay. no, it's more like sleep deprivation, like having a child. Yeah. Like you enter a different state, and your mind doesn't work like it should. Okay. So you see the shimmery shit out in the distance, and you're like, fuck, finally, there's a lake. Like, there are lakes in the desert. Your judgment becomes clouded, mm-hmm. and you start wandering around. So here is a clue. I don't know if this will help anyone, but if you see a bee, any sort of, like, stinging insect or bee flying in a straight line, mm-hmm. not wandering a around. A bee line. Very nice. Yeah. That's a bee line. They're going straight and fast. You're never going to keep up with it. Just track the direction it's going. Uh Uh-huh. Walk in that direction. Because up in some arroyo or like little crevice of the mountains where the rock has become smoothed out, there might be like a little pool of water. It might only be a cup. It might be a gallon. You don't know, but it could be enough to save your life. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for that survival tip. Okay. This has been an episode of Survival Tips. <laughs> All right. So she gets back from... That was a fakey laugh, though. It was. I was just humoring you. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. Just the tip. It was just a tip, but just it's still a, a good tip. She gets back from the thrift way, which is a fun detail because as a writer, these are the details that you have to figure out if you're writing about a place that you don't know intimately, which Stephanie Meyer had never been to Forks when she wrote this book. So she is had Forks really a place that yeah. exists. Yeah. And I bet that they are just ruining the day that she picked that for, you know, because it's a sleepy little town. Do you think she had to get permission no, I or didn't. She was just like I didn't it. get permission to like, you know, for Glenn Hope in my book. Good point. And then we went there, and they were, we and were they filming were like, the movie what trailer. What the fuck are you trailer. doing here? Right. And I was like, oh, I wrote a book about this place, and she was like, Are you gonna order a hot dog? Or do you not? want? Do you want ketchup on your hot dog? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, thank you. Anyway, it was funny. But so you do, you have to like look up, you know, grocery stores are different in every area. Some places have Albertsons and Safeways, you know, Um, Kroger. Kelsey likes to go to Kroger, I think. Kelsey. Maybe she'll tell me if she likes to go to Kroger. I would go to Kroger. Doesn't she have some Safeways there? No, they don't have Safeway. No, Kroger. Safeways are in California. How do they not They're in access Arizona, the, too. Yeah, so how do they not access the middle the of the country? Yeah. I don't know. Kroger has a stronghold in northeastern Toledo, or northeastern Ohio, and um, I guess southern Michigan, maybe? What about food lions? They got some food no, lions? We hardly have food lions here. That's a southern chain. Hmm. Um, what else? Yeah, they have Meyer, which is, I think that might be just specifically... Toledo area. Yeah, I don't know that one. A and P's are they totally is gone now? Really cool. It's kind of like it was the first kind of super Walmarty place. Did they have liquor? Yes, but it's it's low proof. Yes, we did go Jeff there. Jeff took me there. Yeah. one time, and it was like, holy shit, they got liquor in a supermarket. Yeah, I was like, this is awesome. 
25 percent i know Fuck you <laughs> it's like it vodka schnapps vodka beer right <laughs> hey at least you can get it in the supermarket there, yeah though. but come on you know but anyway so she actually did some research which uh, that has to happen and well, it doesn't have to happen. I think that's the point. You should give her points for that. I will give her a point for that. There, Just so there one is point? that is there's the Thriftway, and it's on South Forks Avenue. I looked it up. Does that does that redeem her for her terrible antiquated verbiage? Uh, I don't know. I, there's just a lot of problems with this book and Bella's character, as Kelly pointed out. Bella does seem pretty lame. And I guess I'll address that now. Oh, we're going to get so much better, Kelly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, she gets even lamer. But she was kind of written, and I guess if you look at it like this, I think so that any girl could just insert herself. Like, she wasn't given any good personality details so that you could just imagine yourself being Bella and, like, falling in love with a vampire. Um, Either that or, you know, she just hadn't really developed that skill yet. To write a character I don't know but um yeah so she gets some emails from her mom and that's kind of intriguing right what just make her an empty vessel it's like the worst possible thing you can do as a writer though like people you have to the whole thing about character is how they react like but not if that's not your point just like some, are, are you arguing with the success of the Twilight series no. right now? I mean, no. I mean, that's probably why it was so. That's my fucking successful. Point. Yeah, right? she was just kind of like. It can just be anything. There's nothing about her that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there are some really weird things about her. I mean, it depends. Do you want to be like fabulously wealthy and successful and never have to work again in your <laughs> yeah, life or do you maybe. really want to be an artist? Let's right. be let's be artists. No, I don't I don't. Oh, let's do yeah. something in between. How's that sound? Ah, oh, no, let's just create some so art. She gets some emails from that her mom. Nobody buys. But she has dial up and she wasn't checking her email because it took for a long time. And so I hate being the big Twilight apologist here, but like, wasn't this like 2007 or six or something? 2008. It didn't gain popularity until. No, when she wrote it. Yes. Yeah. So she wrote the dialogue. Normal. That's normal. So don't be like that. No, I'm not being. No, I don't think it's weird. All right. That is perfectly appropriate. But that's another thing. That's another problem with being a writer with technology. Yeah. Never introduce technology into your writing. But like now, if you're writing about present day, then there are the plot holes where it's like, why didn't you just pick up your cell phone and call the person? That is why you always write a period piece. Yes, I, that is why I wrote The Goodbyes as a period piece. And my next book is a period piece. Do you know what other movie is a period piece? <laughs> the uh, Gutter Balls? That's not a movie. <laughs> the Big Lebowski. There you go. I know. Well, Gutter Balls is a movie. Listen, don't mention that. Nonsense, <laughs> okay? That's just not nice. Oh, yeah. So anyway, you know there's a sequel to that one. I don't. I there's didn't gutter know that. balls this too. Is the balls wrong podcast. Deep. That's terrible. Yeah. So at dinner, she brings up the Cullens with her dad, and this is funny because Doc uh, Charlie's all Doctor Cullen is a brilliant surgeon, and people in this town are really mean, and he's you Who know said that her dad. Yeah. Because I guess people in the town, like they're new people, so they've, you know, it's that there's, small town mentality. Yeah, but there's no way Mr. Salt of the Earth is so like, 
engrossed and infatuated with the fancy people who moved in less than 10 years ago. Well, yeah, he's kind of, well, because he's like, we're lucky that his wife wanted to live in a small town and we have this great medical care because, you know, as we've seen with your dad's stuff who lives in the middle of nowhere, like he's going to these people that don't know shit. I don't know if that's fair. I don't know if it's that they don't know shit, but like the, the back surgeon guy that I went to, he does like 15 of those operations a week or something or what a month, I don't probably a month, but like your dad's guy probably does 15 a year. So there's a whole different level of experience for surgery in a major metropolitan area. Okay. I just wouldn't trust somebody who's like, yeah, I mean, I did one of those a few months ago. We'll go in there and just move some shit around and clamp, clamp, clamp. Anyway. Now, the the Cullen dad, I guess we'll call him. Yeah. We Vamp- haven't met him yet. Vampire dad, right? Yeah. Like, did he come into the town and, like, found his own hospital? No. Like, his for the public benefit hospital well, and not Well, we don't for really profit. know any of that stuff yet. You know what I no, mean? He's so a surgeon like who works at the hospital. That's the what we hospital. know. The hospital. The Forks General Hospital. And he's so much more amazing than every other surgeon yes. at the hospital and even the police person knows that yeah. who doesn't really have any business like interacting with the hospital well you know right? he probably responds oh, to traffic accidents and stuff and he doc- drops them off and then leaves yeah but then he hears like oh yeah you know how does he hear that joe joe's son over here that was in that accident down on you know forks avenue old blonde haired blue-eyed man really took care of him right like really stitched holy him crap up good. look at the he almost all died right, I I, you know it's a small town you know shit anyway boy, yeah i know but like boy that you're really putting a lot on this small town like what is that called it's a it's a, a trope, trope. but right? here think about it this way when our friend Tim moved down to that little island in Southern Maryland. It took a year and a half or two years for those the town local town people to acknowledge him when he went into like the bar, the grocery store. And they had like there was an actual moment. You remember this that the one guy I don't remember this. I don't remember shit. I don't know if you've noticed I, this. Yeah, but. I did notice. The there's like the guy who I guess decides he looked at Tim and he said well, we've decided that it's okay to talk to you now. And he was like, and then my life was completely different. Like I was accepted into the fold of the island island life. They didn't look at me as just some Washington, D.C. asshole who was coming down here on the weekends. I do not remember that at oh, all. Oh, it was a definite thing that happened. Wow. Yeah. And then they were like invited to people's houses and they'd have porch time and it was like all bucolic, wonderful. Boy, they really fucked that up, didn't they? Well, it was a terrible place to live. It was like so far away. Well, no, it wasn't for a while. Oh, yeah, that's until, true. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Moving right along. Moving right along. We'll never talk about that again. At dinner, she brings up the Cullens and then he's, you know, he says people are mean um, Dr. Cullen's a hottie like he and then or no I don't know and um, he's like you should see his wife and then all the kids are well behaved like it's weird because he comments on their appearance uh, I'm just reading my note about it I don't have the book right in front of me to tell you exactly what he says Bella's father said that yeah that he comments on another man was a hottie no he didn't say he's a total hottie <laughs> like you he, just said that though. well I, that those are my own words he was just like you know 
I think you know he's a handsome man or something. Like people are upset because no, he's rich that, and handsome. No, that's no better. That's not any better. Anyway, <laughs> that's just some weird shit to say. Yeah. Well, speaking of weird shit, by Friday, Bella was able to recognize, if not name, almost every student in the school. I think Unless, that's like, amazing. Like I might say that, like, oh, he's a hottie, but <laughs> I'd be still doing on it. The hottie. <laughs> but I'd be doing it like to be weird, you know? Right? No. Ooh, look how hot he is! He didn't like, say he was God a hottie. damn it, he looks better than me. Look, he his hair just, is better. He's right. thinner. You know, he's more cut. Okay. Whatever it is, yeah. he dresses You're better. You're upsetting, bunny. Like none of that would be too hard to accomplish, but. It's just, unless you're doing it for that reason, that's a little weird. It was a little. I mean, that's why I pointed it out. I thought it was kind of like weird. But what were his actual words? Oh my gosh. What are your words? He is a very attractive man. I like, mean, what did he say? Like the, oh, maybe, he, hey, maybe he said like, the ladies seem to like him. I don't know. Here, pause the recording and I will look it up. So we well, don't no, go. I'll just play some music. Oh, but you're going to yell at me for going over. No, it'll be all right. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, gosh. This is so much pressure. Oh, there it is. Don't Open be pressured. Book. We're just going to play some music. Okay, here. Uh, let me, let me just find Do you know the Cullen family? Dr. Cullen's a great man. And then she's like, the kids are a little different. They don't seem to fit in. White and, snake, right? And then Charlie gets angry and he's like, people in this town, Dr. Cullen is a brilliant surgeon who could probably work in any hospital in the world and make 10 times the salary he gets here. We're lucky to have him. He's an asset to the community and the kids are well behaved and liked. I had my doubts when they first moved in with all those adopted teenagers. I thought we might have some problems with them. Um, okay. Just because they're newcomers. Oh, maybe he didn't say that. Wait, you, oh, okay. Then Bella says, they're all very attractive, talking about the kids. And then he, he goes, you should see the doctor laughing. It's a good thing he's happily married. A lot of the nurses at the hospital have a hard time concentrating on their work with him around. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. So, I mean, it's not totally weird, I guess. I'm just trying to hook up. Okay, well, I just delivered that wonderful thing to you, and you don't seem to care. So I'll just go ahead and move around. Wait, do I need to play White Snake or not? No, I, I just read you the whole fucking excerpt. What? Okay. Well, I didn't realize you were. I was trying to look up some music, some interstitial music to play. Okay. Well, that part of the podcast. So is did over. the man, did the father say like, "Hey, that guy's hot?" Oh my god. What did Bella he say? Bella said that all of the kids are very attractive and then he Charlie said, "Well, you should see the doctor." Yeah, and he said that nurses have a hard time concentrating when he's around cuz he's so good looking. So, he didn't say he was a hottie. It was more appropriate than yeah, I made it sound. Still not awesome though no so by friday bella was able to recognize if not name almost every student in the school <laughs> i mean that's i don't hey just to be clear i what? don't mean that like he shouldn't find men attractive i know you understand yes it's just you shouldn't be talking about that with your what is she 16 17 year old daughter who just moved here and it's like you're basing everything off physical appearance right he can like men yeah that's i agree cool. Can we close this chapter on this section of the I guess so. Okay. I just kind of want to see him now, like this legendary hot person. You're going to see him. 
you and it's mm. gonna be wonderful so whatever then Bella's kind of anxious and she's already she's already obsessing about Edward not being in school like she's she's thinking a lot about it and then oh my god she goes to lunch and there he is he's at lunch <gasps> so he showed up late so he well, has a problem with punctuality no this is the day after that because that day he wasn't there she went to the thrift way made dinner and then the next day she went into school and then he was there so she knows biology's coming at lunch and she's like oh my god what am I gonna do now wait listen listen I have to listen better yeah I should be telling you to listen I have to listen better but thrift way that was her like portmanteau of something thrift and Safeway or is that an actual chain that's an actual grocery okay, actual, store. It's okay. the actual grocery okay. store in Forks. Okay. Holy shit, Adam. Well, I just, I was I'm like kind of worried about your listen, mental I was looking at 1978 movies at okay. that time. Yeah, okay? that's what happens. Yeah. That's why you the don't Omen text two. and drive. That's why. Because your brain two. can't do things, two things at Nobody once. can really multitask. No. Anyway. So she gets into biology and she's kind of like, oh my God, how's it going to go? And then he, but he doesn't look mad and he's just sitting there and he's like, hello. And, um, oh, he speaks, he speaks in a musical voice and he says, hello. That's his opening line. It's not as good as your opening line when we met though. Nothing is as good as that. What was it? There's my favorite person in the world. You said my name. I wasn't sure if you wanted Oh, oh, gotcha. To... It's Leslie, my favorite person in the universe, you said. Right. Oh, did I say universe? You said universe. Okay. Well, I fucked it up then. You sure did. I didn't listen to myself enough. And I'll, I've learned from that. I'm going to listen to myself. And then enough. I was all, um, how did you know my name? It's on the schedule. Yeah. So, and then Edward's all, you must be Bella Swan. And then... Oh my god! See, you're acting like that's real weird, but I would have called you first name, last name. You did call me first name, last name. I know. That's, that's what, what I'm, I'm saying. saying. No. Jinx. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So this basically proves that you are really not Team Jacob because Bella then says, how do you know my name? Can you believe it? How did he? And she's like, oh, he's like, everybody knows your Was name. Was it on the schedule? You're like, <laughs> no, he's like, everybody knows your name. Like, there are no new people in this town. It's very small. And she's like, no, but you knew to call me Bella. Everybody else is calling me Isabella. And then he kind of drops it. So that's another clue that there's something unusual about Edward. Mm. So they start the lab and, you We're know. We're still going here. Yep, and then uh, they're trading slides. They have to do this lab together, and then trope alert! Woo, woo, woo! He touches her hand, and guess what she feels? Um, heat, like insane heat. Well, he runs cold, so no. Oh, electricity. Um, yeah, an electric current. And that happens a lot. Like, oh, and he touched me. It was so different than anyone else. It was there was an electric current between us because that is special if you're like zapping someone. And that's another someone. one of those like easy things you can just be like, oh, it went bzz, bzz, right? right? Yeah. Stupid. I mean, that doesn't really happen. Well, it does sometimes, but it's just static electricity. Right, and it's painful. Yeah. It's mostly me shocking like you like yes. in a bad way. Right. I hate it. Yeah. 
So they complete the lab really fast. And then Mr. Banner, their teacher, is like, oh, Edward did all the work because, you know, girls can't science at all, obvs. And then she admits that she had done this lab in Phoenix because she was in advanced placement. So she can't be really smart, but, you know, she had done it before. So she can, like, hold her weight with a smart man, smart sciencey man. And then Mike Newton's following her around, and just as she's pulling out of the parking lot, she almost hits a rusty Toyota, and then she looks across the parking lot, and there's Edward next to his Volvo, and she swears she sees him laughing. What do you think he's laughing at? That she just almost ran into this car, like just at the folly of it, which is a weird thing. He seems like a dick. That does seem like a real she dick She might get thing. hurt. Like like other people might get hurt. You don't know how many people might get hurt. Right. Well, oh, you're going to laugh because she's going to get in a fender bender? Dick. I don't like that. No, you're that's right, shitty. baby. Yeah, that's shitty. The end. So that's the end of chapter two. Did you learn anything? Oh, my God. Okay. Look at her, though. Gonna be like dancing on the car. Oh, oh! This is how I picture Barbie in the eighties. Yeah, my great. friend Barb at work. Great. Look at her. <laughs> Except in Barbie's case, she's pissed and she's like tearing the windshield wipers off and smashing the windshield as he's trying to drive away no, from the crazy she just, woman. She just bent the windshield wipers, but I think she was in her bikini when she did it. <laughs> That's even better than this chick. Oh my god! She's fully decked out. If Barb and I were friends, like at the same age and friends in the you 80s, wouldn't be alive. I would anymore. be dead. <laughs> Neither of you would be alive. We would not be alive. <laughs> okay. Yes. Please I learned go. Something. Please okay. go again. Yes. 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 What did you learn? Uh, I. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh boy! I learned that the Moonlight Gambler is not a boat. It's a person. Holy shit, who knew? I learned that Leslie's nicknames for me keep getting worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned about Jodie Nye. Didn't know her name. I learned Jones (laughs) is a British name. Getting into the weeds with 1978 movies is a good pastime. I learned about, well, I didn't learn about, but I taught you, I learned you about an episode of Great Survival bits involving bees. Yeah. I also know that we're going to visit many, many great grocery stores in the Midwest. I uh, learned about some things we will never talk about on this podcast. Learned about some epic fatherly hotness. I learned that Thriftway is a real grocery store. And I also relearned that I hate Leslie's electricity advances. <gasps> oh. Well, they hurt. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm very I, sparky. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm sparky. It has to hurt. Sometimes it has to hurt. Yeah, definitely. But I don't. Not in that way. I don't like that. No. All right. Well, those were some great things you learned, and thank you uh, for joining us for romance planning. Next chapter or next episode. What are you doing, Adam? Nothing. I'm. I'm not doing anything. You're so full of shit. Uh, the next episode will be the movie version of this chapter, so we'll see how it all comes to life. I mean, I, I was just doing this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know, know. Well, you can see it, you, but yeah. you can see it because but I just you have know an unfair advantage because you, you're seeing my Bastardly? laptop here. Bastard? Bastardly? They both work. Okay. They're both legitimate. 
um, insults for me. But this is the 1987 version of Here I Go Again, where they don't use the term hobo. They changed it to drifter. Yeah, that's a much better one. So we don't like the hobo version. Stupid and disgusting. Like, like what he hobo. smells like. Limburger cheese. Well, not only that, but like I was, I never heard the word hobo said for real. Really? I mean, like I just thought it was this caricature thing. But then well, I mean, our daughter kind of said it. She was like, "I saw a hobo." Well, she was obsessed with hobos. She was obsessed, but I was like, "They're homeless people." I was They're worried not- about her. What? That she's gonna run off with a hobo? Yeah, something. <laughs> she's like, you know. Yeah. Going down the. And this is gonna be your theme song. Like, like a, a hobo, hobo I was. Born it's so disgusting. All right, great, great up. Great All right, up. great up. Uh, uh, we'll see you next time on Romance Planning. I'm Leslie Welch. We should probably edit out that.